two and two and good morning everybody Praise God. Spirit of the Lord is here. Hallelujah. You know, he promised that he would be if two or more are gathered in his name. Amen. And uh, he's faithful to that. Hallelujah. Uh, when you put him first and acknowledge him, he's faithful. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just a couple Sunday mornings ago. Misty and I were just uh, singing out here one morning, worshiping, and, and uh, I mean, the, the presence of God got, got strong, strong, strong. Just me and her. Amen. And uh, it, it can happen by yourself, but it's usually better with people. And, you know, we've got, uh, we've got revival going on, uh, breaking out all over the place, and, and uh, I want to talk about that some, and... and uh, 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 God wants his people revived yes. Amen Hallelujah it's a, I mean it's a, it's a word that's in the Bible Praise God And uh, we want to we wanna Be what God wants us to be That's the, that's the deal in all of life Is uh, uh, The closer you are let's say, let's say If life's a target and there's a bullseye in the middle. And that's the center of God's will. The closer you can get your life to that, the more abundantly the things of God are going to flow. Because yes. there you're doing the will of God. And you have reason to be more anointed when you're doing the will of God than when you're out here on the outside. You just need a little anointing to hang on. <laughs> Amen. But when you're, when you're there in the middle... Amen. Everything flows. And, and, of course, there's opposition, you know, because the devil's trying to knock you off target, too. Amen. But greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we have a children's ministry for our little ones. God bless them. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God forevermore. God bless these young people. I don't think it's a, a strange thing that what's happening in the body of Christ is happening with the young people. Uh, and even happening in, in some colleges, even though, the, even though they're primarily uh, Christian, uh, it'll influence people. And, and uh, you know, real Christianity is contagious. It's like, uh, you know, we had to wear masks and had to stay six feet apart from everybody so long because COVID was contagious. And if you went to the, we wouldn't go to Walmart and wouldn't hardly come to church. And sometimes we couldn't come to church uh, because that's contagious. Amen. Well, true Christianity is contagious. Amen. The joy of the Lord is contagious. Amen. And there's something about it when something starts happening, people want it. Because the, the, the reason that is, uh, God created us, and he created us in his own image. Amen. Well, he designed us to need him. He designed us th that there's a, there's a void inside of us. 
that only he can fill and only he can satisfy. And, and sometimes we get off target. And uh, we can't really see what we need to see and discern and understand. And then certain things happen that let us see more clearly, well, I need to be moving back on bullseye. Amen, moving back towards bullseye. And, and you know, the enemy comes against everybody. And, uh, you know, the Bible says, uh, you know, to take heed if you think you stand, lest you fall. Because sometimes we think we're all that in a bag of chips, and we're not. He is everything. And it's not weakness to say, I need Jesus. Amen. Uh, you know, uh, people live every day without Jesus. Amen. And uh, I don't have to, so I choose not to. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I can have him, and I can have abundant life. Amen. And then eternal life with him. You're going to have eternal life anyway. Amen. And you can think you have abundant life, but you can't have abundant life outside of him. Amen. There's just, there's just no such, such thing. But uh, we, have, uh, we have the attacks of, of uh, hell coming against the world. Uh, God created this world. It's God's world. Amen. And uh, the devil got kicked out of heaven. That's his origin. He was a high, he was a high uh, angel over music, according to uh, some Old Testament passages. And uh, pride was found in him, and he rebelled against God. And the Bible says he drew a third part of the angels with him, made war in the heavenlies. And Jesus, his side of the story is, I beheld Satan and fall like lightning to the ground. <laughs> Amen. And when, you, when you're flying out west, especially if you, if you fly out of Houston, I, I believe it is, and you go to California, you always go over. There's this gigantic crater. It's in New Mexico or Arizona, but I mean, it is huge. It must be... It must be at least a mile or two across. And, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a crater, and that's what it looks like, a crater on the moon. And it's out there, and, and uh, Dr. Dufresne always said that's where the devil hit <laughs> when he fell out of heaven, praise God. And I don't doubt it, amen. But he rebelled against God, so he hates everything that is of God and all of God's plan, and he knows he has but a short time. Amen. He's going, he knows. He, he can read. Amen. He's going to be bound for a thousand years. Amen. During the millennial reign when we're rejoicing in heaven. And then, you know, he's going to be loosed again to try some more stuff before he's finally uh, done in. His lot is decided. Amen. And we, we have a choice, praise God, to choose Jesus. He don't have that choice anymore. Amen. And he's mad about it. So he's fighting uh, with everything that he has within him. And uh, there's darkness in this world. There's, there's, there's wickedness in this world. That We're in the Bible Belt, and so, so much of the time we're sheltered. But there is exceedingly wicked things going on and taking place in the world. The world is, 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 is full of sin. Amen. And, and depravity. And, uh, uh, I mean, not, not that Columbia and Adair County isn't. We have our fair share but we we don't know sometimes how bad and how wicked people are and how how perverse people are it's 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 like a it's like a septic tank running over and running out on the ground it's running out right now we're seeing all the all the the nasty stuff come out and it's coming out on our young people so uh so you know satan has tried and tried to destroy them because uh 
I remember when I was 16, 17, 18 years old, I was intelligent. I made good grades easy. But I have made some of the stupidest life decisions. Uh, and, and even uh, when I joined the Air Force, I mean, that, I guess that was a good decision, I suppose. I wanted to honor my country because that was the way I was raised. And, and uh, 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 pr proud, proud of my country and, and uh, proud of my heritage. So I, I, I did that. And, but I made wrong choices. I kept making wrong choices. And uh, uh, I, knew, I knew Jesus when I was 13, but I didn't know the power of the Holy Ghost. We didn't know if there was such a thing as the Holy Ghost. You know, and, and, and really, without the Holy Spirit, it was like when you read the Bible, it was like, you know, you just kind of had to, I wonder what that means. Amen. And see, when the Holy Spirit comes, He's a teacher. Amen, and he will teach us and show us things. And uh, there was so much I didn't understand, so much I didn't know. And, and uh, I didn't know uh, that evil communication uh, corrupts. Amen. And uh, uh, I didn't know anybody who was filled with the Holy Ghost, much less have a Holy Ghost-filled friend. And, and so, you know, I just slipped and slipped and slipped fast and, and fell into wickedness, and it, it really wasn't until Tiffany got to where she could talk, and we were talking, you know, Emmett seemed like he started talking when he was uh, six months old, and, and uh, 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 Avery's the same way, you know, she just, uh, three years old, and just spit out sentences that, that make sense, that adults I know can't talk like that. Uh, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And so uh, uh, Tiffany was so smart and so observant that I knew I couldn't keep doing like I was doing. And people were praying and prayers were working. Something was happening on the inside of me. Amen. Something was happening on the inside of me. The hounds of heaven were after me. You know, when you pray for lost people and pray persistent. It works. Amen. Now, and you still have to pray for, for them that their, their will, they will accept it. And, you, and they can fight it very hard. I did. I fought it till the last. And if you had asked me the day before I rededicated my life, were you going to rededicate your life? I'd have laughed at you. And if you said, next week you'll be in church every night, I'd have said, ha, 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 ha. And been sincere. But, see, God can move that quick in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And uh, God does have plans and purposes for us, but we do have to yield to them. Amen. And so, you know, Tiffany was the, was the agent that really caused me to yield. And then when I did surrender to God and, and got filled with the Spirit, you know, almost immediately, I rededicated on a Friday or Saturday night, and I was speaking in tongues the next Wednesday night. But I was in church every night, uh, you know, praising God, worshiping God, and just hungry as I could be. And uh, uh, so then I began to get an understanding and revelation of the Word of God and begin to study and, and had a, just an appetite for God and begin to learn a lot of stuff. But I knew, 
I knew when I encountered God, when I rededicated God, I knew I didn't want no more. I didn't want nothing else to do with sin or anything that could be considered sin. Amen. And I didn't really know and understand how to fully discern that. Uh, but uh, we're seeing revival. We've been praying for revival. I think, I think it's, the, uh, uh, it's the course of time. Uh, Jesus is coming soon, and he's coming back for a glorious church. And even today, if you look at the church, there's some things that aren't very glorious in the church. And, you know, there's, there's a, a story in the Bible where uh, uh, the, in the temple of God, the, the, uh, uh, the had come under attack, and the Ark of the Covenant was gone, and and uh, uh, they lost their dev devoutness, and they said they wrote Ichabod over the house. They wrote Ichabod, and Ichabod means the glory has departed. The glory has departed. And uh, what has happened to us, little by little, inch by inch, uh, the, the church has lost its power and lost its zeal, and we've tried to have... Revivals. There's tried to be, you know, the Spirit has tried to break out. Azusa Street was a mighty thing that happened. And uh, there were little pockets of Spirit-filled believers here, there, all over the world because they read the Bible. And they believed the Bible and they got hungry. Amen. And uh, uh, anyway, they began to gather in Southern California and God poured out a Spirit in a mighty way so, so that people came from all over. And people just couldn't jump in your car. You know, I've heard of people jumping in their car and driving uh, nine hours. I think I heard somebody drove 15 hours to be in Asbury. You know, that's a, that's, that's, that's a little bit of a hunger. hunger. And, but in 15 hours, nowadays, you can cover quite a few miles. Amen. Well, if you wanted to go to California in, in 1906, you didn't go to Louisville and catch an airplane. Amen. You didn't, you didn't uh, hit uh, the parkway and then hit 65 and then hit 40 and, and uh, you know, head on out there at 70 miles an hour either. Amen. You hitched up your mules. Amen. Hallelujah. Very few people had a Model A. And, and then what are you going to do when you get to the uh, Mississippi? <laughs> you know, you're going to build a raft and float it across, you know. You know, you, it, it, stuff just didn't happen. But people were coming from all over. There were some trains and stuff. Uh, that the you know the uh, they had to fight Indians and all that stuff and the Pony Express all that stuff had, we'd come a long ways Amen you could get there but it was very difficult but the po the power of Pentecost from that revival spread all over the world yes. Amen and that's where uh, the Foursquare denomination which we don't know much about Foursquare here there's some in Indiana I don't know if there's even a Foursquare church in in Kentucky there are some in Indiana. But they're very similar to the Assemblies of God or Church of God, Pentecostal denominations uh, that, uh, that were organized. Uh, and uh, out west, they're big. That's Amy Simple McPherson started that. We had the Assemblies of God. We had the Church of God, Church of God of Prophecy, uh, different branches that came out of the Pentecostal move. We had, even had the UPC, the United Pentecostal Church, and they had a doctrine of what we would call oneness or Jesus only. And... Uh, so there was some division there, but they still were powerful Pentecostal people. And, uh, 
do you know that you can be wrong about some things and still have the power of God working in your life? Yeah. Praise God. Amen. Do you know that people had miracles and healings even when they were really messed up? Amen, because God is God, and God's not messed up, but he has to use imperfect vessels. So you can't even judge people by that. You can't even judge. Uh, uh, I think uh, God is holy, and when you love God and you get consecrated to God, you ought to desire to be holy. And by holy, I mean dedicated to God, not, not dedicated to a list of rules. Amen, but dedicated to God. Not Are we going to dress like this? We're going to... Uh, uh, comb our hair like this we're, we're going to adorn ourselves accordingly uh, I think we can get legalistic and people get flesh has a tendency to, to be drawn to things like that but the spirit and that's what New Testament Christianity is uh, he writes his laws on the fleshy tables of our hearts and so well, we got to know him we got to know him individually and he is so good. He is so faithful. Uh, and and uh, so there's been revivals. There's been moves of God since then. There were great ones before that. And, and I, I like to read about all of them. And have read some about them. Uh, uh, Finney was a great revivalist, a great evangelist. He believed in the power of prayer and the power of God falling. And he got tired of seeing going to a town and having revival and everything get cleaned up and holy for a while and then six months or a year later they're back to the same old mess the hogs return to their vomit or the dog returns to their vomit hogs return to their slop or whatever and he said he was tired of it so he began to pray and he had a guy that went, went before him uh, and, and, and prayed and he would lock himself up in a hotel room and there, were, there was reports that uh, the hotel he went to stay in before the next meeting, he was in there ahead of schedule. You know, this meeting was going on in this town. You know, in, in uh, Jamestown, well, he was over here in Columbia in the hotel praying, and he didn't come out of his room for a couple of days, and they went and listened. They heard him moaning and groaning, and they thought he was dying in there sick, and just, they, you know, got the door open and went in there, and he was praying. Praise God. All he was doing was praying, amen. But uh, it got to where his... The people who got saved stayed saved, you know, like 90%. Amen, because there's going to there's be some that fake it, you know, anyway, and just play along with it, praise God. But real revival, you don't, you, you don't fake that, amen. Hallelujah. And, uh, but anyway, uh, the church has been so much under attack, and I understand this. And God knows we're but dust, and He still loves us. And He still has always done what He could. But the churches got deader and deader. And John Wesley, the founder of the Methodist, was powerful. He believed, he said, a, a minister should have all nine gifts of the Spirit. They didn't shy away from any of that stuff. But through the years, because if you have a little sp spirit, if you have a little fire, you might have wildfire. You know, Brother Allen, he might get all stirred up one morning, you know, and kind of get in the flesh a little bit, you know, and, and maybe prophesy something that wasn't exactly accurate or something. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, or, or, you know, do something out of place. And you have to deal with those things. The Bible says the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. And it said when uh, uh, they prophesy, let's, let's, let some judge. Amen. So there, there can be an order and a decency. But when things like that happen, rather than keep the order and keep the power, 
they begin to get more conservative in their opinion and begin to just sit on it and stifle it. And then if you don't keep the life of God going, which the church should automatically, when we bring newborn babies home from the hospital, we start a daily regimen of feeding them and caring for them, amen, and checking them out. And we take them to the doctor every week for a week or two, and then every other week. And then, then you know, as they get stronger and healthier and there's no problems, we don't take them as often. Until they, but we're making sure every day that they get the right amount of nutrition and we're changing their diapers and we're giving them baths and we're taking care of them and make them grow. But what happened to, to us as Christians? Amen. Once we got born again, they just, you know, left us alone. Just fend for yourself. You can find a crumb of a biscuit. That'll be all right if you can't. So what? And then they used to tell us you need to go to church and you used to, used to need to get planted in church. But that's all, it just deteriorated and deteriorated and deteriorated till there is no more gifts. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, Jesus is the same. Amen. Jesus hadn't changed. Amen. Jesus didn't back off. We backed off. Amen. And, and now some people don't want to admit that, but we have. But I realize it's a gradual thing. They say you can put a frog in a pot of water and put it on the stove and turn it up. And, you know, there for a minute, it gets to feeling pretty good, that old frog. You know, it's nice and warm, and that old frog gets comfortable, and then the next thing you know, it's a little bit hot, but it's bubbling. And then before he knows it, it's too hot for him to get out, and you got, you got bold frog. Amen? And that's, that's what, uh, that's what uh, happens to us. It's a gradual thing that sneaks up on it. It sneaks up on us. And so then we begin to change Christianity, and we even begin to change salvation, and we begin to change our church. Amen. And uh, the atmosphere in the church to make it more like the world because we can't get the worldly people to come. And this is the thing about God, and this is the thing we need to realize. And there's nothing wrong with being modern. I hope you all appreciate sitting on uh, soft chairs rather than hard wooden chairs. I hope you all appreciate having central heat and air rather than a wood stove or a fan in the window. Amen, and the funeral home fans. Amen, you ever been there? I have. Sweat dripping off of everybody. Amen, these old Baptist preachers, they wore short sleeve shirts with ties. Amen, and they'd get soaking wet and preaching. And, ah, you know, hallelujah, praise God. And you preach about hell, and it was so hot you could feel it, but it wasn't hell, it was just the weather, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. But we just let all that slip and slide, and, and, and now we can't even uh, call sin sin, and, and, and now we've got every kind of creature in the world crawling out from under rocks and putting their collar on backwards and saying they're a minister and saying they got all these degrees and uh, that the Bible doesn't mean what they said it meant, that it really doesn't mean that, and they did this and they twisted that away, and and got some of the greatest preachers in the land that, that come from good parents, good families. Dad's was a great preacher. And now they're saying that, you know, uh, everything's okay. Uh, it really doesn't matter. We got to love everybody. We just got to love everybody. And uh, love tells the truth. Yes. Amen. But we've just gotten so far away. And what happens to us when we get in that mentality? And listen, I believe in the grace of God, the revelation of the grace of God was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me besides getting born again and besides getting filled with the Holy Ghost. When I got a revelation of the grace of God that I was saved by grace 
Amen. Not my, not by my holiness. It changed everything. And I didn't get more wicked. I got better. Amen. Because I realized, uh, yeah, he wanted that, but he wanted to help me. Amen. And he, he wasn't mad at me when I missed it because before, when I missed it, and I'll just be honest, my Bible says I'll sin to come short of the glory of God. When I missed it, then I, I, I felt like I really can't go to him because, you know, I'm embarrassed, you know, and I'm ashamed and I messed up. And, and you know, I didn't know that he loved me and I didn't know that he'd already shed his blood for me. Amen. Praise God. And when he saw me, he saw me as the righteousness of God because Jesus purchased that. And that was his plan. That's the way he wanted it. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he didn't want to hold anything between us. And as righteous as you may think you are. Amen. If it wasn't for the blood of Jesus, you couldn't stand in his presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Because our sin is as filthy rags. So we need to understand that we are saved by grace through faith. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any should boast. But... But holiness is not the road to, to salvation. Holiness is the fruit of salvation. Yes. When you have real, real experience with God. But what, what has happened, we've been tricked into losing that experience. Little by little. And, and getting satisfied with less and less. And, and uh, I'm talking about the body of Christ as whole. And, and we have to take our responsibility for, for what we've done. I have to take my responsibility for, for what... Uh, I have. I have always felt like a revivalist. I've always felt like there was more for me and more for everybody else and wanted to push and encourage everybody. But sometimes you just feel uh, like you're spinning the wheels and, uh, 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 and the devil's accuser of the brother and always telling you, you could, you're not as effective as you could have been. But what revival... When revival comes, it begins to refresh in everything. Because he said, he said in his word, if you confess your sins, I'm faithful and just to forgive you your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Praise God. And I call on that one every now and then because every now and then I realize, boy, amen, I messed up. Hallelujah. And, uh, uh, I, I let this slip. I let that slip. All of sin and come short of the glory of God. The Bible says, for those who know to do good and not do it, it's sin. Amen. It even says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So every time you worry, amen, every time you get fearful, amen, sin, 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 amen. And, and the, the old people say, sin is sin, amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I mean, I know we don't want to admit it, but gossip sin. When you talk about somebody and, and y your intent is to, uh, is to make somebody else's opinion of them look a little bit lower, that's sin. That's sin of gossip, and we need to repent of that. Amen. Uh, when we've done that, praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, we'll get caught up in it, and we'll say things. You've got to be careful. Misty sent me a text, a link to... Uh, what Rihanna believed. Because I said, I heard somebody say Rihanna was in the devil worship. Well, her mama and grandma was scripture quoters and prayers. And they even told her she needed to clean her act up. She needed to clean her lyrics up. She needed to, to, uh, to do better. And so, you know, she has been quoting scriptures. But somebody said she was evil. And she made some kind of symbol. 
and, and, and uh, they said that's a satanic symbol. See, I just heard this. See, I just read it on the internet. And so I see there, that's the devil. See right there, you know, I jumped right on that bad wagon and said it from the pulpit. But Misty said, that's a, you know, that's, that's a heart. Yeah, I love you. Amen. So uh, I, I, I have to recount that. I don't know. Amen. I was sure because somebody else said it. Do you, do you understand? How many can raise your hands? I'm probably guilty of that. Amen. I've probably, I've probably repeated something I wasn't sure of. And, and because well, the news does it all the time. Yeah. Amen. The news does it all the time. They're just, they're just sure, you know, uh, that, that, that Trump had some communist scheme going on in anything or anything, anybody related to him, that, you know, they just jumped all over it and told it. And then most of the time they had to come back and said, well, we weren't really uh, accurate about that. But the damage is done because it's, it stirred up the hatred, praise God. So we pray for Rihanna. Amen. But people need Jesus. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. But I'm excited this is happening with the young people. Uh, you know, Dylan wanted to go. And uh, one of Dylan's teammates, you know, uh, and his, his cousin. So the three of them, they went up there th this week. Maybe uh, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Friday day. And they was up there through the services in Missouri. He sent me a bunch of videos and and he said, Dad, you and Misty ought to go. And I, I understand they're shutting it down after Wednesday, uh, you know, changing a lot of stuff because uh, i got to be careful how I say this. I know in the book of Acts it says the Holy Ghost fell on them while they were speaking. I know the Holy Ghost can fall. It's, and, 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 and I know. But I also know that we are the temples of the Holy Ghost. Amen. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. And also know it says, he said, I will never leave thee or forsake thee. Amen. There are times when you neglect to pray. You may neglect to pray and you may neglect to read the word of God. But it still says, I'll never leave you Amen. or forsake you. And it may be more difficult in those times for you to get beyond the veil because there's a difference between your spirit and your soul. And if you're in the soulish realm too much, and all you do is feed the soulish man on television or everything that's going on in the world, then it's harder to get tuned back into the spirit man. But the spirit man's still there, and he's not left, and he's never mad. And if you did make a mistake, he's not cut you off and said he's done with you. Amen. The devil is the accuser of the brethren. He's a liar and, fa and father of lies. And we have all the scriptures that, that tell us how much he loves us and how he cares for us. So there's a whole lot going on here. So I'm excited to see these young people. And I, I believe it's the beginning of things. And really, what I understand happened, somebody did a great chapel service. Somebody brought a great word that pierced the hearts of the kids. And when it was over, a bunch of them just wanted to stay and pray. Amen. Uh, something had got to them. Amen. And so they wanted to stay and pray. And after they left, they wanted to come back and told others about it. Amen. And then the next thing you know, a, a, a bunch of people caught on to it. And the, and the presence of God was there. And they'd tell more people about it. More people would come in and the presence of God was there. Well, uh, one can put a thousand to flight. Two can put ten thousand to flight. If any two of you agree on earth is touching anything, it shall be. He shows up. The corporate anointing is greater. I... I I pray, but sometimes when we pray on Wednesday night, 
Sometimes I, I get an unction that I don't get at home. I get a greater unction because the corporate anointing affects that. Well, just think, just think if you've got a thousand young people who are uh, TikToking and, and uh, uh, FaceTiming and Facebooking and I don't know what all games they play. Mine, I don't know. Uh, uh, what, are, what are the Jameson? Kind, but some of them, what is that one that, that even, even Fortnite. Fortnite? Dylan's been Fortniting for years and, and stay up all night with his friends Fortniting. And they're all caught up in this and they all got it going on. And when they get out of classes, they go right to that stuff. I mean, they got full lives. And then some of them play basketball and soccer and whatever. They got full lives. But all of a sudden, they laid all that aside to come and give God their attention. And you know what? I've never been on a trip for something special for God where he hadn't spoken to me and told me he appreciated me doing that, making that sacrifice. And he was honoring that. Amen. Because, because the sacrifice. Amen. Hallelujah. I mean, you get more when you show up at church than you do when you stay home. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you could have stayed home. Amen. But you made the sacrifice to come, so that sets yourself up. Lord, I'm hungry. So all these kids said, I'm hungry. I'm hungrier for that than I am for this. And so Dylan and his buddies, instead of doing whatever they would have done, amen, they, they made a road trip. Amen. And, and bus loads are coming from all over. So that's just going to multiply and magnify the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And people are really getting changed. And there's a whole lot more than most people are used to. Amen. Now Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I will do a new thing. And it's God. It's God. Amen. But it's not that God just said, All of a sudden, I'm going to put my finger down in Asbury, Kentucky and do something there. Although somebody had been praying there for years. Amen. They had one in the 70s. I got a good friend. I hadn't talked to him lately, but he was greatly affected by it. Amen. And, and uh, uh, so uh, there, there's an element of falling, but there's also an element of hunger, hunger. And a strategic thing happened, and people yielded and were sensitive to something. Praise God. I'm just excited. But, and, and, and this is a, a sign, another birth pain, that we're getting close to the last days. Isaiah said, uh, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself. They shall declare my praise. Well, that's what's going on there. There's something new. There's a hunger. There's a thirst. Those young people are so excited giving their testimony, and they'll just sing, 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 and pray, 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 and they don't even know where their phone's at, some of them. Amen. You know, and, and, and where their game console is or whatever it is they do. Amen. Whatever it is they do, they're doing it, and it's a new thing, and they're hungry for it, and they love it. Dylan's going back Monday. Because uh, the girls' basketball team's going back, and he, he helps them, so he gets to go back again. He's excited to go back. I said, I'm, I'm excited too. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because I'm praying for him still. Amen. 
He's a good boy. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. But he needs, every one of us, every one of us needs to come to a place. And not everybody's going to be a preacher. Not everybody can be a preacher. But every one of us needs to be, my steps are ordered by the Lord. Amen. Amen. Jameson's got a handful of things he could do. He may be a preacher. We don't know. As a, he may know. Amen. But he's got, I mean, you know, he can be a welder. He can be a carpenter. There's all kinds of, he's got all kinds of choices to make. But the thing that's going to matter the most is what God says. Amen. And for him to find that out. And you'll find stuff like that out when you lay down everything and you lay it on that altar yeah. for hours and, and, and worship for hours. Yeah. Amen. And you don't have to do it for hours. And I, I said this, too. You know, something had to happen with young people because most of us adults are so busy. How many of you could have, for the last two weeks, just been in church every day, all day? All day. Take a break to go to the cafeteria to get you some breakfast and then maybe get something in the afternoon, get, you know, get, uh, you know, but it's all day. How many could have done that? I mean, a lot of adults took time out to go visit, but there's not too many adults that have been there 24-7 like some of those kids have. Praise God. So there's a, there's a measure of concentration. But God's doing a new thing. Acts 3.19 in the New Testament, He said, Repent, therefore, and be converted, be changed, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. One of the things I understand that's happening is every now and people will testify and say, The Lord delivered me from this. I was doing this, and the Lord changed my heart, and I don't want that anymore. I just want Him. Amen. That's revival. Praise God. Repent means to think differently, to reconsider. Isaiah 57, 15 says, For thus says the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Now this is how you know that humility has come. Amen. When you'll stand up in front of a thousand young people and confess your sin. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, we want to say, Lord, forgive me. Amen. But give the mic to somebody else. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen, Lord. I'm sorry. You know I'm sorry. Here, Andrew. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's humility. Yeah. That's humble. Something has happened. Amen. And we're supposed to be that way. We belong to him, but, you know, uh, we're living sacrifices. And, and that's, what, that's what Paul said. But the thing about a living sacrifice is, amen, if you put it on the altar and you walk away for a little while, it'll crawl off. Yeah. It'll take off. Like you ever seen those westerns, amen, somebody gets shot, you know, and you think, well, he's dead. The hero shot, he's dead. What are we going to do now? Amen, then the bad guy's taking over everything, and then all of a sudden the hero raises from the dead, you know. And he, gets, he wasn't shot that bad. He's just got seven or eight holes in him, you know. And he comes up, and he comes up, you know, and he gets all the bad guys. Hallelujah. Well, the living sacrifice just wants to crawl off, and, yeah. and, and all that stuff wants to resurrect. So, and contrite, contrite is repentant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, you know, we need to recognize this, and, and we've been busy. We've been caught up in our own things. We've let things slip. And hell has almost taken over everything. Amen. And we don't pray like we should. We don't pray like we used to. Amen. And now we know everything about prayer. we got notebooks full of notes on how to pray. In faith. 
and mountain-moving faith. Dad, burn it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> mountain-moving faith. Amen. And we won't pray. We won't believe God. All we'll do is complain. Oh, that president's lost his mind. He ain't got no sense. Well, you could pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in faith and plead the blood. And what if the church would do that and wake up to that? Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, have mercy on us. Glory to God. James 4 and 6. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Amen. Well, we, we need to uh, turn to God and have a desire for Him more than anything the world could throw at us or the world could offer us. And double-minded. What's double-minded mean? It means when you hear a good sermon on faith, you're saying, yes, amen. But when the pain hits, you said, oh, dear God, what am I going to do? This is the big one. Amen. That's double-minded. Either you're healed or you're not. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Either, you, either God's faithful or He's not. Amen. There's no respect to persons with God, but there's a respect of faith. Amen. So he don't want you double-minded. He loves you anyhow. Amen. And, and you can go to, to, to heaven with, the, with the whatever you got. Amen. But, but, but you could live here on the earth and make a difference without it. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then verse 10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Humility is an awesome thing. Bowing down before God. Amen. And you know what? I'll just be truthful. Sometimes God humbles us. I mean, sometimes we go through things, amen, that seem like the most embarrassing things. And, and you know, it's it like, just almost like, it, it, I mean, it really can't compare to it, but it almost seems like it's crucifying you. Amen. It is crucifying your flesh. But I've had to go through some humiliating things. A man of God that just ripped rip my heart out. I was so embarrassed, so wounded, and then and then you know stuff just keeps happening, and and then the devil says so and so said this, or so and so's thinking this, and so and so's thinking that, and you 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 got to get to a place as a child of God. I don't care what anybody thinks, but Him, yes. Amen. Because I don't do it like everybody else does it. Amen. Hallelujah. I wasn't called to do it like everybody else does it. I wasn't I wasn't cast in their mold. I wasn't called to do what, what, how, their pattern. Amen. I was called to follow after him the best I could. Have you missed it some? Surely I have. Surely I have, but his grace is sufficient and his mercy is brand new every day. And I'm determined until I draw my last breath, I'm going to be running after him. Amen. But I had to get over so much. And I mean, it's humbling, praise God. So you get to the place where stuff that used to really get you just don't get you. Amen. Because that part of me is dead. I don't care. I don't care. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and let me say this. When you're truly humble, you're hungry. Amen? When you're truly humble, you're hungry for God. Because when you're truly humble, you realize that anything and everything that I do, anything and everything that I have, it's by His grace working in my life. See, pride says, I did this. I did that. I accomplished this. I accomplished that. Uh, 
uh, I worked hard all these years and I saved all this money and I did this and I did that. Pride says that. Amen. But humility says God bless me and God grace me and God let me be healthy. God let me be in my right mind. Amen. Got me out of situations I don't even know about. I'm just so thankful. Amen. That his hand has been on me. I'm so thankful that his mercy is brand new every day and I just want to honor him. Amen. But see, pride says, I did this, I did that, and I'm glad you did it all, amen. But he helped you. Amen, it's by his grace, amen, he helped you. Hallelujah. And he would help you more if you wouldn't be so proud, (laughs) amen, and let him, praise God. You know, some people are so proud they've had to do it all on their own, praise God. Because God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. You know, that means, you know, he actively opposes the proud. He comes against you. Your pride gets in your own way. Amen. But when you're humble, he picks you up and carries you. And sets you over two or three. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I want to be humble. I want to figure that out. I want to get that right if I, if I get anything right. Let's look at Haggai chapter 2. In the seventh month, verse 1. In the seventh month, on the 21st day of the month, the word of the Lord came by Haggai the prophet, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Sheatel, the governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Jehazadak, the high priest, and to the remnant of the people, saying, Who is left among you who saw this temple in its former glory? And how do you see it now? In comparison with it, this... Is this not in your eyes as nothing? Yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, says the Lord. And be strong, Joshua, son of Jehozadak. Be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord. And work, for I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. According to the word that I covenanted with you when you came out of Egypt, so my spirit remains among you. Do not fear, for thus says the Lord, Once more it is a little while, I will shake heaven and earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. So he starts out saying, how many of y'all remember when this place was filled with glory? It's not now. He said, can you tell? It's, a, it's not what it was. He said, but listen, you stay with God. You walk with God. Amen. Keep your trust in Him. He said, I've not left you. I'm with you. Amen. You work, praise God. Amen. And, and you're going to see it come to pass. Amen. Well, the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. Amen. And, and, and that fulfillment is in the New Testament in, in the last day revival right before Jesus comes. Amen. You know what? I have seen a lot. I've been graced to see a lot. I've been in meetings. I've been in meetings where I stuck to the wall. Where I stuck to the wall, my feet off the ground. I was stuck to the wall. Me and me and Rick Gilpin, we was stuck to the wall. We was, we was. Uh, let's see. Let me get a turn. It was over here. It was over here on this side. And this there was no there was no chairs there. And this seat right here, uh, 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 a minister, Annie Durant and her husband were sitting there. She was a Ramah singer, and she still goes all over the place, and he plays the trumpet. They were sitting right there, and they called everybody up to get in the prayer line, and we come around, and we was lined up over here waiting to get prayer, pr- prayed for, and he was praying for people. 
and he got to them and something hit him the power of God hit him the prophetic come on him and he come over there and he started speaking to them and he went and it the anointing hit us and lifted us up off the ground and stuck us to the wall for several seconds my toes weren't on the ground amen and and uh in that same meeting in that same meeting the first night dr jacobs had got a call from the doctor and said this blood work he just had some blood work and the doctor called he said you need to come in right now and he said well i'm getting ready to go to a meeting he said well as soon as you get back you need to you need to come in because something's not right with these tests so we get there and I'm sitting right there, sitting right there. Dr. Jacobs sitting uh, about where Ramona's sitting. And he's preaching. And he said, uh, Dr. Jacobs, Pastor Michael, are you here? And he said, yeah, I'm here. And he said, well, stand up there. And he said, uh, something's wrong in your blood. And he said, just stand right there. Step out a little bit. Stand right there. He said, there's an angel behind you, and he's fixing it. And he went. And we got home, and he went back to the doctor, and they drew all the blood again. And he said, he said somebody upstairs is for you because this ain't the same blood. We were there. There's somebody had a back brace on or something. It's on video. I, I, I got the videos. I don't know if they're ruined because they've been up in the attic. DVDs. No, not DVDs. VHS. It's a long time ago. Hallelujah. And uh, somebody with the back... And that the, the video was on it. And Dr. Dufresne said something to him. When he said something to him, you saw the, the, the vapor, the, 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 the glory come out like a fog out of his mouth when he said it. And they called, the, they called that series the Birmingham Miracles. So I was there. I've seen and felt stuff. Amen. I've been, uh, I've been in, the, in, the, in the laughing. Amen. I've been in the laughing when it wasn't put on, it couldn't be put on. Amen. First night I rededicated my life. I mean, right after I rededicated my life to the Lord, when Brother Wayne's tent was over, Brother Stevens had a tent revival. And he said, everybody who wants prayer, come on up here. So we went running up there, and there's people lined up all the way around that tent. And I was up front here somewhere, and he went, he went by, and, and uh, 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 somebody was in front of me that wanted the Holy Ghost. said, Brother Randy, you got, you got this now. You pray for him. And I put my hand on them, and he hit me on the head. And I never had even seen anybody fall out yet. And I'm boom, like a sack of potatoes. And I laid, I laid there for till the service was over, shaking. And I couldn't, lift my, I couldn't lift my hand up. I couldn't lift my leg up. See, some of y'all ain't seen glory like that. But, but, but I ain't seen it like some have. Amen. At Azusa Street, the cloud of glory filled the church. Amen. And little kids was running in and out of it playing hide-and-go-seek after church like ours do. You could hide in it in the glory. We ain't seen nothing like that. But the latter state of the house is going to be greater than the former. So listen to me. I praise God for some young people going to the altar. And I praise God for some young people crying out to God. But we ain't seen nothing. This is the beginning. But that must happen. Amen. See, you got to go to kindergarten before you can go to first grade. Then when you get through with first grade, you can go to second grade. And God can do it quick. He can move you up quickly. Those that are hungry, he moved me up quickly because I was hungry. Amen. If you're hungry, and if you're truly humble, you're hungry. Amen. So I've seen a lot, but not like some have. Amen. 
Hallelujah. But I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to. I think the latter state of the house is I think we ain't seen nothing yet. We ain't seen nothing yet. Praise God forevermore. Praise God forevermore. And it's all going to come to pass. It's all going to come to pass. And, and uh, uh, what we must be careful of, let me say this before I read this, what we must be careful of is there's a lot of people right now making comments, and sometimes people uh, that have no experience with God all of a sudden encounter a little bit of God, and, and now they're experts, overnight experts, and they don't know. They don't understand. See, sometimes God, sometimes God parts the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Sometimes God opens up the ground and swallows multitudes. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes you'll get in the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Amen. And, and protect His people and bring them out without the smell of smoke. But sometimes it's a still, small voice. And, and it's all God. It's different. He's, he's, he's diverse. It's different things, different manifestations for different times. And, and whatever's necessary is what's going to happen. Right. Amen. Hallelujah. We ought, to, we ought to know to pray. We ought to know to repent. We ought to know to worship. We ought to know to read our Bibles. We ought to. Amen. Now, whether we do that or not, that's between us and him. And I'm not going to pass the microphone out so you can tell afterwards what you have or haven't been doing. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Everybody say, thank God. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, it don't matter. And, and a lot of times people, you know, are, are really proud about how much they do. And they talk about that too much. And I had to get corrected on that myself uh, at one time. Because... Uh, uh, I'm lifting up him, not me. Amen. And uh, he, he don't need me in the way. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so people are going to say this is revival. That's re not revival. And there's going to be some experts that say, well, when it's really God, you don't need a preacher. And you don't need fancy singers. And you don't need this and you don't need that. They don't know. They don't know. But I believe when the real shows up, people will recognize it in the naysayers. Uh, and there's too, there's too many naysayers, and they need to get on that altar, Amen. And because one of the one of the signs of God moving and God really moving is unconditional love, Amen. Amen. You encounter that agape so much, Amen. You don't care what your brother might have said or done that wronged you, or that you even perceived to wrong you. You don't care. You just don't care because I am so forgiven, and I was so guilty. And now I'm so free, and I'm so clean. Paul Emmett said it every time. It makes you love everybody. Just makes you love everybody. That's the mark of God. That's the sign of God. Amen. Now, uh, Acts 5 and 12. This is the early rain. This is the early rain. And now we're looking for the latter rain. Hallelujah. Uh, James 5, 7. Let me read that first. Therefore be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until he receives it, the early and the latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. I've heard it more the last year than I've heard it in the last 15. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. Amen. People are knowing that, understanding that, discerning that. 
Amen. And what that ought to do to you is make sure you're ready. But what it really ought to do to you, is, Lord, get a hold of us. What about the ones who aren't? What about the ones who aren't? Praise God. What about the ones who aren't? Hallelujah. Now, now this, is the, this is the early rain. The early rain's already come, Acts 5 and 12. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people. So listen right here. Here's the word of God. Just because men are involved in the ministry, that's not a sign that it's God because there, there's no great speakers or nobody doing nothing. That's how you know it's revival. No, you don't. Amen. That ain't a sign of nothing. Amen. Hallelujah. It's just a sign of hungry people crying out to God. But, 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 but see, they'll turn that around and say, if some man's ministering to people and getting people healed like Dr. Jacobs, then they'll say, well, you don't need, God don't need men. Yes, he does. He gave gifts to men. Hallelujah. See, see, people will, will go off on stuff that's not scriptural backed and not rightly divided. And we must be prepared for that because you're going to see the religious, you're going to see the cessationalists, Fight this, what I'm talking about, what's coming. They're going to fight it tooth, fang, and claw. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and uh, some, some will get set free, but some may not. Some may not. Hallelujah. What I mean by cessationalists is, is these who hold, you know, five-point Calvinism. Most of them do. Uh, five-point Calvinism, which is totally an error. That if you're here and you're saved, it's because God wanted you to be saved. And if God didn't want you to be saved, there's no way you could ever be saved. And uh, that everything is predestined. Everything's planned by God. Amen. If you sprained your ankle, it's plan God's plan. He needed a sprained ankle for some reason. We'll never know why. But, I mean, we just trust Him. Amen. No, you sprained your ankle because you weren't looking where you're going and you stepped in a hole. Yeah. He's walking, you're just texting and walking. Yeah. And whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. I'm so glad I was one of the chosen ones. Hallelujah. Because he set my soul free. Acts 5, verse 12. And through the hands of the apostles many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And the believers were increasingly added to the Lord multitudes, both of men and women, so that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on the beds and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also a multitude gathered from surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits. And they were all healed. Then the high priest rose up and all those who were with him, this is the religious crowd, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and they were filled with indignation or anger and pride, and they laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison because they were getting people healed. <laughs> Glory to God. But at night an angel of the Lord opened the prison doors and brought them out and said, Go stand in the temple and speak to the people all of the words of this life. Saints, that's the early rain. We're promised a, a greater than this. Amen? Greater things than these. See, the devil doesn't care so much if you have a personal belief. Just don't have power manifesting in your life. He's trying to stop the power. But the Holy Ghost is for everybody. For those who are far off, I believe we've, we've missed it. And, 
and turn that around. Uh, uh, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you'll be my witnesses. I believe we've let, we're letting that slip. Well, it's not that important. It just causes controversy. Healing's not that important. It just causes controversy. What's really important is just getting people saved. You know, and I believe getting people saved, and that's the starting point. But I, I, why did the Lord fool with all these? Amen. His ways are higher than our ways. Amen. I want to go with Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, go and speak all the words of this life. Verse 21. And when they heard that, they entered the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest and those with him came and called the council together with all the elders of the children of Israel and sent to prison to have them brought. But when the officers came and did not find them in the prison, they returned and reported, saying, Indeed, we found the prison shut securely and the guards standing outside before the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. Now when the high priest and the captain of the temple and the chief of the priests heard these things, they wondered what the outcome would be. I'd be wondering too, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, when God's power shows up, all the false stuff in the world can't, can't, can't compare to it. Amen. Uh, you remember uh, Moses and before Pharaoh and Aaron? And uh, uh, Moses come in there. Amen. And he threw his rod down and it become, uh, or his, he called his magicians, magicians. And uh, all those who did sorceries. They come in and they threw their sticks down and they become snakes. And then Moses threw his stick down, and it become a snake, and it ate the devil's snakes. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil can't compare to the supernatural. We can't deny it. We can't run from it. We can't hide from it. You know, we must repent of, of, of uh, being so satisfied with the natural, being lulled into sleep. Glory to God. Well, you know, they'll persecute us. They might make fun of us, you know. And, 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 and people do that. I, I'm not saying you've got to get you a MAGA hat and uh, I love Jesus shirt and go around just provoking people. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and uh, I hope all the MAGA people really get Jesus because, you know, we don't need to be smart alecks. Amen. We need to show the love of God. Hallelujah. But we do need to stand up for what's right. Praise God. Hallelujah. Second uh, Timothy 3.12. I'm almost done. Yes, and all who desire... To live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. That's just going to be part of it. Yeah. Amen. But I'm taking it for Jesus. Amen. I'm proud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I was in the Air Force, there was all-time talk at our base. I don't know. I mean, it might have been classified then. I don't guess it is now. Uh, all these years. You know, 40-some years. Uh, but they had mobility. They called it mobility. It was war games. And what they would do... We had F F one eleven fighter bombers, and we had uh, several of them ready to go to battle at all time. And every plane had crates that they could pick up and put in a C one thirty that had all the tools, all the parts that generally went out, so that they could set up a flight line somewhere else and fly those planes every day. And they took all the people that it took to fly that plane, the pilots, the mechanics, the people who put gas in them, they, they, they took everybody. And everybody that went had a big old army duffel bag, and there was a big warehouse, and it had 
uh, a duffel bag here, a duffel bag here, a metal shelf, a duffel bag here, a duffel bag there, a metal shelf, a duffel bag there, and a duffel bag there. And they had everybody's numbers on it. And they would blow that mobility horn. And if you weren't on base, you got a phone call. And whenever they blowed that, if, if you, my job was in being that, in that mobility building where those duffel bags were. That's what my job was at that time. I couldn't go because I ran the computers. If I was gone, nobody knew how much they spent. You know, I was indispensable. So I wasn't going. I wasn't, but, but my job when that was going on was to go and wait on those bags. And when somebody come to the counter and they said, my number's uh, 1,477, I'd go to 1,477 and I'd jerk it out. Hopefully it wasn't this one, it was this one. Because you know what I mean? If it's this one, they weighed 70-some pounds. You had to jerk this one up and pull this one out. And the same thing happened when you put them back. Because when they come back, you had to put them back. So we had to do that in 12-hour shifts, 12-hour shifts, and almost never stopped. And they would load, I don't know how many C-130s up with, with uh, airmen and with equipment. And sometimes they'd take off. Sometimes they'd go to the end of the runway and stop. Sometimes they'd take off and they'd fly around a couple laps. And they'd come back. And they just wanted us ready because they're about, about to hit North Korea. They really was. They changed our uniforms from olive drab with blue letters to camo. Amen during all this time. Hallelujah. We had to be ready. You just had to be ready. Work 12 on, 12 off. Amen. And then when it was over and they came back, we had to put everything away. Hallelujah. But they were ready. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we got to be ready. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The devil's not playing. Amen. I was, and I was proud. And you know what? I said all that to say this. If, 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 if they would have told me to go, you know, if, if I'd have been one that had to go, I'd have I'd, I'd been, I'd been proud to go. I'd been scared. Uh, but I'd been proud to go. Amen. And do whatever I had to do because that's my country. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. And so... I can take a little flack for Jesus. Amen. Amen. I, don't know, I don't know how he's going to have it, how it's going to go. It's been awful easy. We've been living in the land of Zion. Yeah. It's been so easy. Amen. A bunch of these modern-day Christians, I don't know if the communists come in here right now and said either deny Jesus or we're going to shoot you. I think we'd have a bunch of liars saying, I never knew him. Mm -hmm. We'd have a bunch of Peters. I heard one story, I don't know if it's made up or not, but the communists came in and said, everybody who's going to deny Jesus, line up over here. And everybody who won't deny him, line up over here. And then they shot the ones who, who did deny him. <laughs> made the wrong choice that day. <laughs> Hallelujah. I am what I am by the grace of God. And sudden death, sudden glory. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. The devil, he's a liar. He's a mouse with a megaphone. He's lying. Amen. But, but the closer we draw nigh to him, the louder and clearer his voice gets. We must be drawing near. I want us to pray a prayer. I'm going to pray a prayer. I can't. Uh, I'll, I'll probably have to come back this Wednesday night. I didn't get nowhere. But I want to pray this prayer, and we'll pray it again Wednesday night. Maybe I'll make copies uh, 
uh, copies of this, and I won't, I, I won't even repeat it, have you repeat it. I'm just going to pray this, and you disagree with me, and get this in your spirit. This is what we're going to be praying. Amen? Because revival's happening. It's spread to 16 or 18. I've seen lists of 16 or 18 other places that it's going on, most of them colleges, that young people are seeking God. Something's going to happen. Something's happening. Amen? Father God, because you care for your people and want all mankind to have life, you desire revival. Your revival brings life and nourishment, preservation and restoration. Thank you for sending Jesus to give us your abundant life. Lord, start revival in me first. I am your servant and I place myself in position to receive revival. I feed on the scriptures as the sheep feeds in green pastures because your words are life to me. Holy Spirit of God, you raised Jesus from the dead and you dwell in me. So I yield to you to energize my spirit, restore my soul, and rejuvenate my mortal body. I renew my mind with your word. In my innermost being is a well of living water and I am revived. Revival is not only life to me, but to everyone who calls on the name of the Lord. Therefore, I intercede on behalf of the people. I call upon your name as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I call upon the mighty name of Jesus. All of mankind needs life, Lord. All of mankind needs revival because it is life, your life. I speak and sow seeds of revival everywhere I go. I send forth angels to reap the harvest of revival all over the world. I put my hand to the sickle to reap the rich harvest of revival in my home, in my church, in my community, in the marketplace, on the job, in my county, and in all the world. Pour yourself out on the people. Lord of the harvest, send forth laborers, positioning them in strategic places to minister as you pour out your spirit on all flesh. Almighty God, show yourself mighty and strong with signs and wonders. Holy Spirit, breathe on all the people of the world. I pray this in the name above all names, Jesus. 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 Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. We're blessed and refreshed and redeemed, and we're in revival, praise God. Hallelujah. We're in revival. Amen. We used to sing a song, Oh, I got a feeling we're going to be feeling that old time feeling again. And it said, getting here early, going home late. Hallelujah. Had a bunch of stuff like that. Praise God. Because uh, we don't care. We don't care. And see, see, it hit those kids so hard they didn't care. Lord, Lord, you know, it's going to have to get stirred up. It's going to have to get strong. It's going to have to be some shaking and speaking in tongues to get us adults where we don't care. <laughs> Praise God. We're going to have to get stuck to the wall, amen, to get to where we don't care, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, make us where we don't care. All we care about is you to get this harvest in. Father, help us, use us, guide us. Not one of our loved ones, not one person that's precious to us, not one person that, that would be charged to our account will, will die lost, Lord. Use us. Touch our lips with the coal of fire and send us forth. We'll give you all the praise and all the honor and all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got something? Praise God. Glory to God. Well, 
Hallelujah. Thank you for coming. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll be here Wednesday night. Praise God. God bless you.